the pot party, the trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. Outside the boundaries of their phony world of kicks is the ever-present possibility of discovery. This must be avoided at all costs, for discovery brings with it the penalties of society, shame, arrest, prison. So destroy the evidence, leave not a trace, burn it in paper trash. That way they can deny possessing the illegal marijuana. They can say the flaming can is part of a game. They can lie, they can swear. This time the gang's lucky. It's not the law, or discovery, or problems. It's just their supplier, Pete, with his number one chick, and a new guy looking for kicks. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. That was Halloween. terrible. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, no, I thought I could do better than that. I was scared. <laughs> That's my best one. Mm. You think they figured out that this is the Halloween episode yet? I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but I mean, I was going to say it. I got to I gotta say, though, you did a pretty fantastic job. <laughs> <laughs> I put out like three things, man. We're the worst decorators in the history of podcasts. We, um, You were just saying that we should have got dry ice. Yeah, that to would have, have like a nice. smoky effect, you know? They have the smoky Halloween-y. effect. We like turned off yeah. the light. Yeah. And that's our idea of like the Halloween <laughs> yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were supposed to wear costumes, but. Oh, we're talking about this. <laughs> oh, mm. I never said we weren't. Nah, you were non-committal. You were non-committal. You're right. I yeah, didn't, you didn't want to talk about it. I didn't. But I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Actually. I think first we get the costumes right and then we could have some dry ice. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So here's so here's the thing. Yeah, well, right. You keep looking at the mummy because <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting yeah. to look at. Yeah. Is it not? Yeah, no. It's kind of mm. spooky. There's always there's also always a guest sitting here, right? So I'm kind of used to like looking that way. It's, you like, know? it's like a reflex. <laughs> I got you. Cool. This is. Well, all we have a ghost guest today in the spirit of Halloween. Is that what we have? A ghost guest. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? This is like the supernatural episode. Yes. <laughs> Should we ask it questions? Too? Who Who would you conjure up if you could conjure up one person in history? Mm, good question. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. So that's presuming that you believe in Jesus's powers and all that, right? No. Okay. Just no, that's not presuming that at all. I mean, I no, want to see what the big deal was all no about. No offense to anyone, but what if he turns out to be just a regular guy, you know? I mean, that's what I think is going to happen. But still, he must have been a remarkable guy, you know what I mean? Why? What if he's just, like, dumb, you know? What if he's just dumb? What if he's just, like, a carpenter and they were like, oh, this it's is... It's a pretty good chance if there was a movement this large <laughs> centered around him that he was a pretty remarkable guy, don't you think? There's a large movement centered around a lot of dumb people, like, you know? Like, but they haven't lasted, you know... For eternity. Hey, the story is still out on the Kardashians, man. That thing could go for that like, thing could go, you think it's got legs? <laughs> got legs. It's I think got she's legs. gonna run for president. Kim Kardashian, huh? Kim Kardashian is gonna run for president. Mark my word. And Kanye is vice? I mean, I don't know. I mean, that would be kind of cute. <laughs> but no, I don't think that that would work. She'd have to have a serious vice president. What good art has been made? by a husband and wife team what? right mm-hmm. like it like i think about kanye and kim mm-hmm. and like jay-z and beyonce making songs together and like i don't really fuck with it you know mm-hmm. has any has anything been done like of value with a husband and wife team? oh i got one mm-hmm. westworld oh yeah chris westworld 
And, yeah. And um, what's that, what's her name? I forget. Joy something. I, I forget her name because I'm a sexist pig, man. Lisa Joy. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa Joy. Joy. Yes, Lisa yeah. Joy. She's and I think it's her brainchild too. Yeah. Yeah. No, she um like in season two, one of my favorite episodes is the episode that she directed, right. which is really incredible. And watching the behind the scenes, like the way she breaks it down, yeah, she yeah. has like a a relationship with that material. Oh no, you know? she's yeah. definitely got you know her heart and soul invested in the characters, and yeah. you could tell a lot of it spawned from her for sure. You know. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's a husband and wife team. I was gonna say that's killing it. Tina and Ike Turner. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. I'm sorry. And Portishead too. Oh yeah. I think were, one, I, I don't know about wife. husband and wife, but they were dating and shit. Mm. Yeah. Um, Eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut. Yeah. yeah. And they did Days of Thunder, which is a really great movie. Were they together? I think that's where they got together. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And, and Eyes Wide Shut is where it ended. Eyes Wide that Shut. movie basically ended their marriage. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Why? We're talking about Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. Well, we, the movie ran super long, and Kubrick was playing mind games with them like he always does. So he like... Um, that's your guy, right? <laughs> that's the dude, man. The guy that fucks with people. That's the dude, yeah. <laughs> You've seen Eyes Wide Shut, right? Yeah, I've seen it. So um, you know when he's imagining... You know, her being with the other guy. It's kind of like the, that vision that keeps, like, driving him throughout the whole movie. Because mm-hmm. yes. she tells him about her fantasy with the guy, right? Yes. And then he just, like, when, when he's in the in the cab, he keeps imagining it, and you see the visuals. Mm-hmm. So when Kubrick was filming that scene with, uh, with Nicole Kidman mm-hmm. and some sailor guy or whatever, he forbade uh, Tom Cruise from going to the set, mm-hmm. and he told... Uh, uh, Nicole Kidman not to talk about it to him either to like mm. keep it from him you know what I mean and like he would play these little psychological games with them to try to get like a more real right. performance yeah more yeah. visceral reaction or whatever yeah. wow that's crazy I mean for the movie I get it you know? so imagine a year of that though like right. it's an abnormally long shoot too you're used to like a two month three month shoot right. they're going through this like psychological torture for a fucking year yeah. you know but celebrity marriages just don't last either way man they're just there's too much temptation in my opinion like you know like yeah, somebody I can see that. buckles it's too easy for them to say like oh i can be with this other rich incredibly good looking person <laughs> you know like hmm. yeah i can see that yeah. so you think that's why it doesn't work um that's because of temptation yeah i think that's definitely part of it you know and the the other part is working apart from each other and all that other stuff being different places for long periods of time i think people cheat for a lot of different reasons man Hmm. you know cheating is an interesting thing because it's like cheating you know not everyone reacts to it the same way you know okay elaborate um some people are are to some people, it's not that big of a deal. Then they wouldn't call it cheating, or would they? I mean, it's cheating if you're breaking the arrangement that you've made, right? right. So if your arrangement is to be monogamous mm-hmm. and you go outside of that, then you cheated, hmm. right? But I, I talked to someone recent that was like, you know, you know, she said, everyone has eyes and everyone like, strays outside it's how good you keep it a secret that matters it's like your job not to let the other person know and i was just like you know i don't know how much i i buy that right but that's an interesting perspective right yeah that sounds like something a guy would have said like in the 1970s or something like yeah no that's not it's not a guy that said it to me right yeah 
No, um, no, and I'm not judging that statement, but you know, I think that. But there is some truth to that, not to cut you off, yeah. even on a micro level, even if you don't go as far as like cheating, right? Some people won't even tell like their significant other that they found someone else attractive, right? Right? Like that's the same thing, but yeah. on a micro level. So you lie mm. in order to like protect the person's feelings. Yeah. I think that it's obvious that you're going to find other people attractive, you know, mm -hmm. between me and my wife, you know, that's something that I tell her like, yeah, you know, I've obviously have seen other attractive women. Uh, I think what stops me from cheating at this point is like, I don't ever want to do any damage to my marriage. I love yeah. my wife. You know what I'm saying? So um, I would never want to lose her, you know? Right. So for me, that's what keeps me from cheating for other people. Um, I think that whether you consider it like, okay or not. Okay. Like you made a promise. Right. And I just say it sticks to your word. You know what I mean? Like that's like, if you're going to go outside of your marriage, or your relationship, mm -hmm. you have to talk to the other person and let them know. So I go on Quora a lot. You ever heard of that site? No. So it's like a site where you ask a question and then people give detailed answers and you can only give like a detailed answer, right? So it's like mm -hmm. a... How do they monitor that? I don't know, man. I've never <laughs> tried to write a fucking response. But gotcha. like the point of it is is to like answer things in long form, you know what I mean? Not just like a Facebook where it's like a two-sentence reply and shit, you know? Gotcha. Um, so I go down these rabbit holes on like different topics. And one day I did like infidelity and I just read a bunch of people's react just to see what people think about it mm -hmm. overall. Right. And one thing I kept seeing was like that people are aware that they're doing something wrong when they're cheating. And that very thing is what makes it exciting. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're like a lot of people were like, it's the best sex ever. When right. you're cheating, it's the best sex ever because, like, you both know you're not supposed to be doing it. You're hiding. There's, like, an adrenaline right. that goes along with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I mean when I say that people have different reasons for cheating. Like, some people are strictly, like, adrenaline junkies in a way. You know right. what I mean? And they're doing it for that reason, right? That's funny to me because, okay, we're going to get into the other reasons also, but mm -hmm. just... Uh, for me, it's the opposite. You know what I mean? Like that's I, what makes it like a turnoff. It turns my stomach. Like yeah, to even yeah. think of it, it's like no, I would never do that. You know, like, and, and of course, you know, there's temptation and whatever. You know, but it's just if you have if you think that arrangement will be okay with your partner, then just talk to them. You know what I mean? Like that's right. my thing. It's like better to be honest, or it's better to even lose someone because you're being honest than it is to lose someone because you're being dishonest. You know, so. Mm. I just think if you have that arrangement and you haven't talked about it, you know, that's it. You got to talk about it, you know, before you step out. And it's not like, oh, if you keep it a secret really well, then you're doing your job. I don't I don't agree with that statement personally. I mean, that statement is to say, look, to say that mm -hmm. statement, right, mm -hmm. is to say that people are going to cheat and you don't really have control of it. You have to say that in order to to believe that it's your job to cover it up. That's right. your job because the other step is, you know, there is no not there's doing no it. remedy to that. Right. You know what I mean? Do you believe that? No, because, you know, I haven't cheated in my in my current relationship. So no, I don't believe that. But right. have I cheated in the past? Yeah, I've cheated in the past. Right. You know? And I can't say that adrenaline wasn't um a part of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm like the uh, fear of getting caught was kind of like what was, you know. I'm like George was from Seinfeld. It was like too you much worry, for You me. worry too much? Yeah, it was like, no. It was in any much. relationship, in every relationship? Um, 
No, like and saying when I, I want to put your business out I there. Cheated. I don't know who's listening to the show. No, <laughs> when I've cheated in the past, which mm-hmm. pretty much. So I, you have? I haven't cheated. Yeah, oh, okay, past, okay, yes, okay, okay. Yes. Um, yeah, it was always like not fun. You know, it was like I was you, supposed to be fun. I thought it would be fun, and then when I started doing it, I felt terrible. You know. Have so, you ever been caught? Yeah, every time. <laughs> every time. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I'm a terrible liar, dude. Like I'm really bad at it. So. So what was it like? How? You um, never caught red handed. I mean, it was, it was just like just sloppy shit. Like you know, like I was like not even really doing it. Trying to cover it up. Yeah, it's like, and you know, I don't mean this in the least sexist way possible. It's quite a compliment. <laughs> Here actually, we go. But women are detectives, man. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You know, and like, yeah, yeah. it's not like, yeah. and men are dumb, you know. And I was just like, yeah. dumb about it, you know. I've been caught uh, before, but yeah. I think I was careless because really I wasn't too worried about the result. You know, it's just like okay. You know, I just wasn't serious. I never even realized it until I got serious with my wife now, like that I had never been serious in the past. You know, I thought I had, but I, I realized I hadn't because right. I fucked around. I did whatever. Yeah, me you know? too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I know and what it you was mean. more about me always. You know, and this, and this, uh, with my wife, it's not about me. It's about us. You know, I've been caught twice. Yeah, the same way. Yeah, same exact way. Right. By two different women. <laughs> <laughs> same exact way what was that like red-handed no like they went they called me i didn't pick up the phone mm-hmm. they knew the code to my fucking answering machine they mm-hmm. got in listened to a message that gave the whole thing away gotcha happened twice detectives yeah <laughs> Telling you. one of them it was like the girl herself leaving the message which is like okay you know yeah i, ga- I gotta take that l you know what i'm saying right but the other one was fucking Manny leaving me a message, right? And he said some shit. Well, I was supposed to meet up with Manny right after hooking up with the girl. I'm in a fucking motel with this girl, right. okay? And Manny's calling me so I don't pick up the phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so this girl goes into the answering machine and hears Manny saying, yo, when you're done with that chick, hit me up. Oh, uh, come on. Bro. Bro code, dude. See, like, the, the other one, I'll take that. That's an L, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, that one is like, come on. Bro, <laughs> you set me up. Yeah, man. Set me up for the fall. But listen, <laughs> you know what I'm Manny, saying? Man. Come on, Manny, Doug. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you set me up, man. But so it's all good. Have you ever broken into a girl's uh, voicemail? And never listened? in my life. I've never or done checked that. her email. Nothing, dude. Nothing. And I've been suspicious of like I had one ex girlfriend that I was suspicious of, and I was like accusing her. Mm-hmm. And yet I still just was like I accused her She told me no And I believed her And I walked away like a dummy you And know? girls will do that shit And not even flinch bro No It's like It's okay You know It's okay to go in your shit like, Can I tell you a story? Yeah So th- that <laughs> Story time um, I was with the, I was uh, on, I guess on a date You could call it mm-hmm. It wasn't really a date Whatever Look There was this girl that like You know we were both going to hook up and we knew we were going to hook up. It just hadn't happened yet. So okay. we were at a bar and we're drinking, like pounding pretty heavy, right? <laughs> and I'm so drunk at this point that I go to the bathroom and my drunk ass leaves my phone right on the fucking bar, bro. Mm. Something I would never do in right. my sober mind right. or in my weeded mind. I was just <laughs> fucking smashed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you must have been because you're paranoid. <laughs> so whatever, you know, I come back from the bathroom, you know, we go home that night, whatever. You know, whatever, whatever. So the next day, I get a bunch of texts from, like, an ex of mine talking about, you're a fucking asshole. And I was like, yo, what what the fuck are you talking about? Right. So, like, I scroll <laughs> up on the text message, 
It turned out that she had texted me while I was in the bathroom, and this chick who I barely knew, this was like my first time meeting her, mm -hmm. picked up my phone and started answering, dude, <laughs> and started telling her a bunch of foul-ass shit. Oh, my like, God. Like, yo, get a life. Why are you still texting this dude? Like, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, not, not even knowing who she is. Crazy. You know? And then continued the night like as if nothing happened. Oh, like nothing happened, yeah. Not, we didn't mi miss a beat. Didn't miss one beat. Yo, that's the crazy part. That's crazy shit. That's the crazy part. I would never think to <laughs> check well, someone's phone like that. Part. No, never. Like, if you're on a date or whatever, the girl leaves her phone, it rings, you, like, try not to look. Most, like, that's what I would yeah. do. I'd be like, yo, whatever, let me not look. I don't be nosy, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts, man. Yo, I have, have some horror date stories, man. We're going to tell stories, and my oh, turn. Let's go. Story, story time. time. Go, go, go. <laughs> All right, so one time I... Uh, exactly like i'm talking to this girl it's gonna be a hookup right like whatever mm -hmm. we both know it right or at least we thought i thought we both knew it right? <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like yeah i'm gonna pick you up whatever you know me, you know be outside of your house mm. you know she's mm. like all right cool i'll meet you outside so i get there she's like hey come inside real quick i'm like what and she's like yeah come inside there's nobody home come in hang out boom i was like nobody home i'm there let's Damn. go yeah <laughs> Checkmate. I can save some gas. We don't have to go anywhere, mm. right? Like, go inside. Her entire fucking family is there, right? Like, her dad, her uncle, her abuelita. But her she abuelita. told you nobody's home? Yes. Yes. And I double-checked because I was like, yo, you sure nobody's home? Because I don't want to really meet people and shit. She's like, yeah, come inside. It's fine. I go inside, right? And her family has given me the most embarrassing interrogation ever right like they're like oh what do you do for a living and at the time i was like 20 something i was probably working like at fucking express or some shit like that you know so i'm like yeah we're retail and they're like oh is how you're gonna do for a living is that how you're gonna take care of our daughter like you know is that your future what like the yeah fuck, like bro yeah dude i was like what the fuck like set me up Yo. like nasty dude <laughs> nasty as fuck man so did you smash? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Word. <laughs> yeah. That's all that matters, really. Never called her again. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. No, man. What the hell? She set me up nasty. She how did set you up. How could I even, you know what I mean? But did you confront her about lying? Yeah, of course. Because that's a fucking lie. Yes, but I was also trying to get in her pants. So like, I couldn't, you know, be like, whatever, I want to talk to you. I'm mad at you. You know what I'm saying? I had to just like play it off. Damn. See, like. There's certain things, man. Like, I have a line. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have... I'm like Seinfeld. You're like Costanza. I'm like Seinfeld. I wouldn't have been able to get over that. Like, I wouldn't have been able to get over it. You know what I'm saying? Seinfeld would have gotten over it that night. Nah. Seinfeld like breaks up I with chicks for nothing. But what I didn't. I never called her again. You know what I'm saying? But, like... My boy put me in a position one time, bro. Mm. <laughs> Story time. More stories. We met... So, this was in L.A., Okay. Uh, it was me and my boy, mm -hmm. you know, and, and we meet these two girls. My boy is black, by the way. Mm -hmm. This is, this is, you know, a big part of the story. It's not racist at all. No, no, no. It's a, <laughs> it's actually part of the story. So, you know, we start meeting like right before we start like talking to girls, we're getting to the club. We're just drinking and shit. You know, he's like, yo, so we're going to say that we're cousins. And I was like. <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say I'm a part Spanish. Uh, you know, he, he said that. Right. I'm going to say I'm part Spanish. All right, bro. <laughs> whatever you say, whatever works for you. I'm dog. still me. You be whoever right, you want Right, right, right. You be whoever, yeah, whatever you want to do. 
So we meet these two girls, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're cousins, whatever." <laughs> so I'm like, "Cool, bro, whatever." Mm-hmm. Um, so we chill in the club, and then we're leaving. The you know one of the girls is like, "Oh, let's go back to my place." So we're leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, these are two black girls, by the way. This also important to the story. Okay. <laughs> so we're walking to the car, mm-hmm. and there's a group of like. I want to say like five or six Mexican chicks mm-hmm. or, or Hispanic chicks, but they all, they look Mexican, you know, like okay. LA Mexican chicks. Mm-hmm. How can you tell? Were they wearing like bandanas and shit or like they weren't wearing bandanas, but you just know when like you lived there long enough, you know, with the one button will end up. Nah, see that's racist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just trying to <laughs> that's racist. How could you tell they look Chicana or something? Yeah. Like the lipstick was outlined or whatever. You know how some people look Cuban, big hoop earrings. And some people look Dominican. That's not a thing. These people, they just look Mexican. Okay. They could have been Honduran. They could have been something else. Gotcha. I'm guessing they were Mexican. I got got stuck on that. Yeah. We good? All right. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, So they're crossing the opposite way Mm -hmm. and they bump one of the chicks that we're with. The one that I'm with. On purpose? They bump each other. I don't know if it's on purpose. A big group of girls. And they weren't small girls either. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So like, yeah, it was trouble, you know? So she's like, fucking bitch, watch out, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like the chick that I'm with. And I was like, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> and the other one, you know, one of the Mexican girls, what the fuck you say? Whatever. And, yo, this girl that I'm with mm-hmm. starts fucking going off on them, but on some racist shit. And I was just like, and, you know, starts talking about, you better get your fucking green card. And I, and I was like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> like, I, like, I stopped her. I was like, yo, what are you doing right now, bro? And mm-hmm. she's like. Um, nah, but you're black because the dude said we're cousins. <laughs> I was, and I'm looking at my boy, and my boy's just giving me the yo, you better not fuck this up for me face. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like I'm choosing between my racial pride right. and getting this pussy, dog. You know what I'm saying? And really, it's for my boy because my boy's like, yo, we got this in the bag. Like, let's, you know right. what I'm saying? So I talked to the Mexican girl. I was like, listen, I just met this chick. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, I mediated the piece. Mm-hmm. I talked to them in Spanish, you mm-hmm. know. I was like, you know, I just met this girl. We're going to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You guys have a great night. Right. And, you know, we ended up going home. But, like, I had to put, you know, that was a decision I had to make. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was like, do I rep for My Latinos? <laughs> yeah. Or, like, or some pussy. I got to fuck up the lie for this guy, too. You know? He's like, nah, you're you're part black. <laughs> Remember? How could you forget? Yeah, man. Uh, so that was, that did really. Did smash? I mean, we took them home. <laughs> a gentleman doesn't oh, kiss and tell. Uh, make me look like a <laughs> foul bastard. We had sex. <laughs> sex was sad. Um, <laughs> intercourse. <laughs> intercourse was had. Yeah. No, man, that's crazy. You get in some crazy situations, like when you were single and like hunting and shit. You go like do dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like and you put your life in danger a lot of times, and yeah. it's like yeah, it's whatever. One know? time I went to Orlando with a girl I just met at a club. Literally, we walked out the club. She's like, oh, I'm going to Orlando. You can come with me if you want. It's like worst decision of my entire and life. you just rode out to Orlando? I rode out to Orlando for the entire weekend. And it was, she was like the most horrible human being I've ever Are met. Are you serious? Yeah. She was the worst, dude. And I was just like, God, I did this to myself. And I had no right home. I had to wait till the weekend was over. We hated each other, by the way, back. It was like, 
I mean, like, <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> of course we did. It was the worst. Her friends were like, what the, it was like one of those drunken ass decisions, you know, like. You, whoa, man. You <laughs> That's crazy, bro. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> you jumped in a car to Orlando. If you're not from Miami. That's like three it's hours. A, it's like a three and a half to four hour ride. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was dumb as fuck. Believe me. I must have been like 21 or something. <laughs> <laughs> i can't even picture doing that man yeah i did it. that's so crazy yeah but you meet cool people like when you're just wandering like that too mm -hmm. you know through life yeah man I, look i'm not the most like i don't consider myself the most social person mm -hmm. but like i know a lot of people you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and i've met a lot of people so it's like mm -hmm. you know if i'm not social it's <laughs> it's because i don't want to be you know <laughs> um but nah man i've met like some cool people like the first time i ever went to la mm-hmm uh, my boy picked me up from the airport, me and Manny from the airport. Mm -hmm. um, and he dropped us off and shit. He gave us some fucking cush and shit. He, was like, you know, he took us to Roscoe's. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's the homie and shit. Yeah. How'd On you the, know him? Uh, a, a friend of a friend. Okay. Yeah, he's a friend of a friend. So he was looking out for us. And, bro, this dude ended up, like, you know, we, you know, being my roommate and mm -hmm. shit. He was, like, super, like, super close homie. Mm -hmm. um, he leaves and fucking disappears he's like yo i'm supposed to i'm gonna come back and shit he disappears for the weekend Doug. we were only there for the weekend and like he was supposed to come back that night and never came back mm -hmm. found out later he got roped that night oh, you know what i mean shit. yeah i mean he went in for the weekend it's not like he got rope rope okay you know? gotcha but so we're stuck in la mm -hmm. we literally know no one in la it's the first time we ever been there you're you in know a I mean? strange dude's place right you're staying at his place. now nah, he dropped us off at the hotel oh, we were okay, in, our, gotcha. in our hotel room so we found out about like some club that was near it was like hermosa beach and shit like that they're like yo go to the bars over there because we we're like asking the the front desk girl like yo what would, what should we do tonight you know right so we go over there i meet some girl that it ended up being like platonic i didn't even like fuck around with her or whatever but she was like yo super cool like the next day at eight in the morning mm -hmm. was at the hotel like and was like yo let's ride and fucking just like drove us around la took us to all the sites like yo the whole weekend she just like looked out That's for no thing. fucking reason you know what i'm saying it's like was super cool bro yeah you meet cool people definitely man when you're traveling and yeah. especially when you're traveling because you're open to like anything you know like yeah I um, had the same situation, like, we actually uh, was traveling with a friend back when I was in my single days, and mm. we started talking to the stewardess, and the stewardess was down, she was super cool, and she was like, oh, yeah, I'll show you guys around, blah, 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 and we ended up hanging out with her and her friend the whole weekend yeah. uh, in San Francisco, I mean, it was super cool, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, like, open yourself up to, like, uh, possible danger. Yeah. Right? In order to, like, you know, I don't know if this girl was fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you could have died. Anyone you meet like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're in a strange city and shit, but mm -hmm. that's part of life, man. You got to open up yourself to danger, I think, in order to, like, really experience being alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's a limit, too. You can't, like, just be a crazy. You can't go overboard. Yeah. Yeah. I've done some crazy shit in my life that, I, like, that going to Orlando with that girl, that actually, I could have died. You know, she could have killed me or some shit. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel like for me, like, so certain things like danger for the sake of just like a rush, mm -hmm. it does it doesn't really do much for me. Like jumping out of an airplane mm -hmm. and bungee jumping and that kind of shit. Like I enjoy that shit. It doesn't really do much for me. Not that I've I haven't tried it, bro. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. But like mm -hmm. I don't have that much of a desire to do it. You know, right? Because it's like what's getting accomplished there. It's, Whereas uh, like meeting someone weird or like uh, you know what I did in Cuba mm -hmm. and shit like that way more dangerous than fucking jumping out of a plane if right. you really think about it you know what no, i'm saying for sure um 
but there was like a goal in mind. There was like a task that we were trying to like accomplish. So it's like the danger was secondary. Right. You know what I mean? And that rush I enjoy. You felt like a spy or something. Yeah, dude. Like I was trying to accomplish something. Right. We had a mission. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I enjoyed that rush. But if the mm -hmm. mission is just jump out of the plane and land safely, it's like, dude, yeah. I could go. I could do without it. You right. Know? I enjoy that stuff because I just feel like it pushes your adrenaline to a point where, you know, okay, normally in those situations, they happen very quickly and your adrenaline kicks in and you barely have time to think. You right. Know, when you're like doing certain controlled adrenaline shit, right? Like riding a motorcycle or being in a race car or jumping out of an airplane or whatever it may be, right? But riding a motorcycle, mm -hmm. there's a task at hand. Right. You're trying to get from point A to point B. Like that makes sense to me. Yeah. But I used to ride for fun, like all the time, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed it. And it was it was about the adrenaline, you know, it was about right. seeing how fast I can go on, right. on the motorcycle, you know. So like I kind of understand that rush of endorphins from that activity okay. specifically, because I've never jumped out of a plane either. But right. um, you know, I think it just pushes you to a certain point where you have to kind of like slow things down and mm. take things in. You yeah. know, I would imagine uh Similar in a way to like a UFC fighter having right. to go in there, you know what I mean? Yeah, like or, or Michael Jordan taking the last shot with yeah. everyone watching you in the arena. It's yeah. the challenge of trying to slow things down, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. At the same time, while everything is going crazy around you, you know? yeah, so yeah. That's something that I've always like. I've never been athletic, you know. Let me say like, um, you know, so it's I've never. That's something I've always struggled with because in the in a game, like I for example, if we're doing a shoot around or whatever, like I'm. Everything's going in, you know what I mean? Right. Like, when the game starts. When the game starts, I turn into, like, noodle legs, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm too frantic, you know? So yeah, that's yeah, something, yeah. that's been a challenge my whole life to try mm. to slow things down in my mind. I got right you. Now. I yeah. got you. Yeah. Because in sports, you're still trying to, like, you're still trying to figure out the rhythm of the game that, like, that you can't even slow it down. You're still, you're still trying to figure out the rhythm and right. shit, right? Yeah. But you weren't, like, an everyday basketball player or anything no nah, right? i would say like the most sport that i've ever played is uh soccer right so like okay. I, I had like a phase of like eight years that i played soccer in my 20s actually mm. you know and like during that time like i after like seven and a half years i started getting the rhythm you know what i mean and then i forgot about it you and know? you let shit, it go yeah that shit took over you know mm. but I, I feel like i figure out the rhythm of shit pretty quickly mm -hmm. and then if i don't love it love it mm -hmm. i get complacent Hmm. right okay. like i reached this point where it's like like muay thai you mm -hmm. know what i mean i got the rhythm pretty quickly yeah but i didn't love it so i left it alone okay. you know what i'm saying and, and but you know with other things like writing you know i got the rhythm of it mm -hmm. but then i i did i put in the work to like get over the hump to try to get to that next level you know what i mean right whereas like i just didn't have the desire to do that for muay thai and for you know i got you. other things See, for me, like, no, like, it takes me a while to get the rhythm. Like, I, I can compare it to, my, to me making music, you know? Mm. Like, I've always tried to make music as long as you've known me, right? Mm. And I continue to try and I'll never stop, you know? Like, it's something that um, it may be hard for you to understand because you just had this thought when you were, like, 14. Like, I'm going to put music out and you did it, you know what I mean? Like, whereas, like, I can't conceive like what would be a sound you know what i'm saying that would come from me until recently you know recently mm. is when it's all kind of coming together like yeah this is what my voice should be this is what i want to put out you know but it took a long ass time for me you know to get to that point yeah you think doing the podcast and listening to your own voice adds anything to that no because i'm not trying to sing i'm trying to uh, you know make 
music and write songs and sell them to someone or whatever okay. you know or have someone sing them or whatever you know okay yeah it's not for me to sing it's not i don't want to i'm not a great a terrible singer not even auto-tune could fix that you know like <laughs> <laughs> auto-tune would like be like start smoking and shit like blow up i'm not above using auto-tune man cannot compute <laughs> there's there's ways to do it i think tastefully you know um no for me it would have to be like completely distastefully like just all the way turned up you know right, I mean? right 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 where it would sound like a robot singing you know yeah you're not a you're not into subtlety no and i'm not a i'm a terrible singer like if i do something well i do it really well if i do it bad i do it really bad but autotune will keep you on the right key as long as you get somewhat close to the note mm-hmm. it'll it'll bring you there i'm telling you, know you I mean? it'll say it cannot compute <laughs> <laughs> are these sounds coming from a human <laughs> It's interesting, man. Yeah. I jumped on the auto tune fairly early. You did a um, life after love, yeah. right? Which was and I did that like fairly early. I was still in Cali when I was recording that mm-hmm. shit. That mm-hmm. was like two thousand nine, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Gotcha. Know? And yeah. what did you like listening back to it? Do you think you know it was a good sound? Or? Some of it is cringy, and some of it I really like. Right. You know, mm-hmm. just like everything else, bro. Yeah, for sure. Some of the shit I'm like, okay, this was like inspired, mm-hmm. and then some of the other ones I'm like, ooh. See, and that's something I'm learning. Like, I always was the type to be like, no, I'm not going to put shit out unless it's perfect, right? But you can't you think like that. You don't know. The thing is, you don't know. Yeah. Because when you're in the moment, you just can't tell, bro. Right. You got to let it, like, live, and then you figure out, and then you kind of figure it out. You know what right. I'm saying? And, and then, like, the rest of the time, you're just going on instinct. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of stick to the sound that you think is the best sound. It might not be later on when you listen to it. You know what I mean? But, like... At a, at a certain point, you got to let instinct just take over, yeah. you know? Like, I, that's something I've learned through this podcast, you know? It's like, you know, I, we always tell a story, like, you know, you told me, like, hey, let's do a podcast. We're talking shit anyways. Let's record it, right? And then I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Thinking in my mind that it would go how it normally You thought goes. that's what it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, like a conversation. Maybe in three months from now, you'd bring it back up, you know, and we'd do, try to do something, you know, yeah. like how I normally work. And <laughs> <laughs> the next week, you were like... Hey, we got, st- or like, you call me that same week. I booked week. us a session. Yeah, yeah, you're like, hey, I got a studio. We're going to Soup. What up, Soup? And, uh, soup, Soup. <laughs> and uh, Soup Doggy Dog. So we went to Soup Dog's house, and we recorded the episode. And in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, that was kind of fast, but cool. I mean, we'll record it. We'll see how it goes. Test episode, you know. We'll mm-hmm. fuck with it, whatever, for a few months, right? Then after, the, as soon as we finished recording, you were like, all right, we're putting that out. And I was like what <laughs> like we don't even have a logo yet what are you yeah. talking about yeah and that's just been pretty much you've been kind of like you know i think uh, not so much anymore but i think at the beginning you were kind of like pushing me like okay you know yeah because i've experienced it, uh paralysis by analysis you know mm-hmm. what i mean like you you get stuck thinking too much and right. bro we would have never put it out you right know what i'm saying so like yeah. even though the first one wasn't perfect mm-hmm and it's still ridiculous to this day. <laughs> but, like but my thing, and, but it's like the one that's gotten the most spins too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, like, I don't know, man. The way well, I see it, it's like, it'll find its own rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it, I think that is, that has been happening. You know I what mean, I mean? Look at our spooky lighting today. <laughs> yeah. We got the fucking spooky lighting. We got the, but look, if you like, you know, it's funny because you look at the table, like, you know, the way we used to record the podcast, we used to have like 16 fucking machines on this table, you know what I right. mean? And a bunch of different mics, a bunch of different headphones, a bunch of different shit. And now it's like, we got the one machine. Yeah. We got the same mics and shit. Like, like little mm-hmm. by little, the, st- the show starts catching its groove. But if you try to do all this shit have from the jump, right. 
especially when you have limited resources, it's like you're going to be waiting forever and wasting all that valuable time that you could have been putting out content. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's definitely something I've learned, you know. Yeah. But yeah. You know, then you you learn that and then from now I'm like in full swing, you know, like I'm working on other things and right. Exactly. Know. And I've seen that since we started the podcast, you Correct. know what I'm saying? I've seen like, you got like now several projects mm -hmm. and like, you know, and yeah. uh, like various stages of completion. And mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, it's, it's dope, man. And yeah, you know. no, for sure. For yeah. sure. I do credit the podcast for that. You know, um, I also learned a lot about myself as far as like, coming up to episode 52 so i've been doing this like every week it's almost like a therapy session for me and shit. yeah so like yeah someone told me the other day at work they're like yo you're just mad because you have to grow up and i think that's so like true like part of me is upset about picking up the dog poop part of me is upset mm. about like you know having like these thoughts in my head that i had like that i need to care about this i need to care about that right because, right right you know it's important yeah and before I was like just the most carefree person, you know, so it's a good way to put it, though. Yeah, it's I'm a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, I'm upset. It's a reality check, right? Yeah. Like I identified my like my identity was so tied to music mm -hmm. that when I like stopped doing music mm -hmm. full time, mm -hmm. you know, bro, that was, mm. was rough. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a couple years there that I was like trying to find myself again. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like. Bro, I was doing music for a long time, and I took this shit real serious. You know what I mean? Sure, for sure. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy, bro. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Do you feel comfortable about it all now? Like, I think it's all like pretty much. What do you mean comfortable? Like, um, so you know, some people may think to themselves, like, okay, if I didn't achieve a certain whatever I was trying to accomplish, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I wasted my time, right? Which I think is wrong. I think all the knowledge you've been gaining is going to culminate into something, you know? Right. And it has been. Yeah. Yeah, it has been. Yeah. Um, no, I don't I don't have regrets about, like, you know, not reaching a certain height in music or whatever. Because, mm -hmm. like, the way I see it, you know, uh, a lot of the shit that I learned, I'm applying even in my everyday job now. Right. Right? Like, I'm working in marketing. I, w I don't know shit about marketing if I wasn't trying to sell my fucking music. For the past, whatever, 10 years, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and aside from that, it's like, you can't take away the fact that I have albums on Spotify and all, all the major networks, you I know mean, what I mean? Like, I got a bunch of press. Yeah. I have a fucking song with one of my favorite rappers. I opened up for a bunch of my favorite rappers, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, you can't really take that away from me. No, you and, had a great time doing it. And not sure. only that, it's like, you know, I have postcards for like periods of my life now, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I, I'll listen to like my DeLorean album and it takes me back to 2011, yeah. 2012, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll listen to the Blackest Rose and it takes me back to Brooklyn, mm -hmm. you know? And bro, that's priceless. That shit oh, is priceless, sure. you know? Yeah, I think the message behind it all is create, you know, and put it out there and let yeah. people see it. And, you know, don't hold on to it. Like don't do what I did, you know what I'm saying? Which is like- Leave something behind, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. leave something behind. Like yeah. even, even doing this podcast, bro, like, it's crazy how many people bring up my rap shit, even like with the yes. ID4 shit, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And like people that I didn't even know, even knew who the fuck I was, bro. Like right. when Beat Wave told me that he like met me back in the day and shit, mm -hmm. like I had no idea right. of that, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And so, so yeah, how can I have regrets when I see shit like that? You know what I'm saying? For like, sure. I, you know, I don't think about it in those terms of like, Look, like Pitbull is my age. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? His career turned out way different <laughs> from mine. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Um, and bro, I'm not mad at that in the least bit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I that mean. was his path, his journey. He's doing what what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm doing me, bro. Yeah. You know? I still don't believe like there's not more Pitbull imitators out there. You know, <laughs> like his formula is so successful. Like yeah. his songs are like just perfect for like everybody. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like his songs, you know they're a hit as soon as you hear them. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? And there's like yeah. Yeah, he has his own lane though. You know, it's gonna be playing at every wedding for the next seven years or whatever. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah he made his own lane though. Yeah, it's like a house like techno with like Spanish rap or some shit, yeah, like Spanish yeah. English rap. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. Yo, it's and it's catchy. It's fun. I can't believe I'm telling you. I'm gonna start making. I think others like have tried. You know? Yeah, I'm gonna do start doing shit like that. Pitbull shit. Yeah, but I've gotta cut, come up with my own sound like. <laughs> that was so do you think it was that you were overthinking overthinking like the reason why you didn't put out any music or try to make something i think i was being too artsy man and i don't mean that as a joke but i really think i was being too artsy like i really wanted everything to just be to be perfect perfect you know if i was gonna put something out it's gonna be perfect you know and it's like no you you put stuff out people know you're doing that then they start to want to join you they start to want to you know collaborate and then you think that's like a fear of failure in a way like you put out some shit that's not good enough and then you know it might discourage you from ever doing it again possibly yeah i guess down deep at the root that's what i would you know name it that's interesting fear of failure yeah yeah because that is one part of like making art it's like you're putting yourself out there. Right. You're opening yourself up for criticism. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think about that when I first started doing it, and that takes some getting used to also, um, you know? Today's episode, we've talked about some shit, you know, that I probably, uh, have, that I put myself out there, you know what I mean? But it's like... What do you mean? Just, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke okay. for my wife. Okay. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, you put yourself out there, and, yeah. you, and you have to Honestly, be willing to take it. Yeah, like, doing, doing the show, like... Honestly, even after we started recording and putting out the episodes, like I still in my mind was like, no one's listening to this shit, right. you know? And then like I would get people telling me shit at work or whatever. Like the other day, somebody said to me like out of nowhere, like I'm just walking by them and they're like, oh, it's so nice of you not to fart in front of Eric. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you said that on the episode or whatever. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I guess I said that. <laughs> Wait, you don't fart in front of Eric? No, man. We've been through this, obviously. Have we? <laughs> yeah. It's getting quoted back to me. <laughs> I don't remember this conversation. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do your research. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. No, you fart in front of your wife? Yes. All the time. It's like, brah, here you go. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, when you're home, you're home. You're right. You know what I'm saying? And like, what are you going to do? Hold it in? I just go to the bathroom. You go to the bathroom? Yeah. Like, I typically never really have to, like, fart so bad that it's like, I have to fart right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> you eat pretty clean, then. Yeah, I eat clean. I eat um, clean. I have to because my stomach's all fucked up. Yeah. It's contradictory, I know. But it works. Yeah. Yeah, no. I definitely <laughs> you, fart in front of somebody. Did we here. reach that point? Did I lose you on the farting? No, I mean. <laughs> it's interesting. I guess it makes sense. Like, you just don't deal well with poop-related things. <laughs> <laughs> That's my theme, right? Yeah. You're here's just the I, anti-poop. Here's my thinking, dude. Like, okay. So, I got married late in life. 
right? So I mm-hmm. saw a lot of couples and relationships go through a lot of shit, you know, like people that have been married that I know for like 15 years or mm-hmm. whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I personally think that being married to someone for an extended period of time, right? The mystery is gonna dwindle, right? It's gonna go down right. naturally on its own. You're gonna see shit. You're gonna be a day that they're sick, you know, whatever. And as you see shit, like, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't kill a romance. But it, it takes can, away the mystique. A little bit, yes, exactly. You know, so well put. Um, so I think don't help it is my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't leave the door open while you're in the bathroom. Like, don't fart in front of your person. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just try to keep a little bit of the mystique, you know what I'm saying, if possible. If, if you have to fucking fart, then fart. You know, it's like if she farted in front of me, I'd be like, all right with it. You know, I wouldn't give th- two fucks because like whatever, you know. Right. And I'm sure she wouldn't give a fuck if I farted in front of her, you know. But it's it's just like a courtesy or something. It's like. No, I get that. I, get I that. shall not yeah. pass gas in your presence. <laughs> I think to a certain extent, I think to a certain extent, you're right about some of that stuff. You know what I mean? I do think that it's important to. Like, it's easy to get comfortable when you're living with someone, yeah, you know? Yeah, 100%. And then too. they see you in your, like, you know, most unsexy, <laughs> <laughs> you, know you know what I'm saying? Wait. And you got a flu and shit. And yeah, like, you know? yeah, and you're just all fucked up, yeah. Yeah. So that, that can kill the romance, for sure, you know? Yeah, you got to fight, like, that comfort, you know? You got to fight that. Like, that's something that I've, because I've seen it happen, whatever, or because I've, you know... I guess I'm learning. I had to learn the because I never, my parents weren't together and all that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I learning all this through my own experiences right. and, like, fucking up relationships and fucking up poor girls' yeah, lives, same, you know? Same. Like, yeah. You know? But, um, yeah, like, now I've gotten to a point where I kind of get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Be, tr- be a man of your word. Don't cheat. Like, if you say you're not, don't do it. You know what I mean? Mm. If it's okay with your partner, cool, go for it, you know? Mm. Um, you know, another thing is, um, you know, uh, kind of keeping the mystique you know what i'm saying like wor- that the fact that marriage is work the fact that it takes work to mm-hmm. to be to keep the other person interesting right know? right and to keep yourself interesting yeah, too right because i point. think like being overbearing in a relationship correct. is also a thing yeah you know what i mean One, yeah definitely it doesn't mean just because you're working for the other person doesn't mean you're up their ass you know what i mean yeah. like working for the other person could mean what i'm doing now right this is something that for me, you know, I do apart from her, but it's for us. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's, well, I mean, it also helps that, like, she sees you doing something and following through. And mm-hmm. it's the same same with me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you know, it makes you more attractive because it's like Definitely. you start something and you follow through. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's, that's, a, that's a big deal, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Yeah, no. And it's. You ever been with a girl that, like, her entire identity is tied to you? That's not attractive. No, man. it's not. You know, it's kind of clingy. That's what, it is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And it's like she likes whatever you like, mm. and she does whatever you do. And you know, I was with I was once with this girl that I really liked her as a person. Mm. Like a lot of aspects of her I liked, but she had like no ambition or like motivation. Yeah, you know, and that was not attractive either. Yeah, that's a know? killer for me. Yeah. yeah, that's a killer for me. Yeah, like definitely. You know, I, they always say like find your equal. Like find your equal. You know, that's who you should be with. What that, I never understood that though. Hmm. I never understood that. What does that mean? Like, what do you mean equal? What do you mean equal? You know, someone that's up to whatever. 
to match you and your intensity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like at life. You not know? necessarily in your interest, though. No, exactly. No, not in your interest. Because like, that I don't believe in. No, I dis- I think it's better when there's two different sets of interests. Right. You know, like right. you have your own thing. You have time apart. One of my favorite passages in one of my favorite books called The Prophet uh, by Khalil Gibran. Uh, he talks about marriage. Right. And one of the things he says is um, b- like to stand together like the columns of the temple. Right. Although they stand together, too close together, and mm-hmm. the temple collapses, mm-hmm. you know? So Yeah, you got to hold your own weight. Yeah, let mm-hmm. there be spaces and you're together. This mm-hmm. is what he says, you know? And I think that's some of the best advice I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. That makes absolute sense. Mm-hmm. I'm more, especially as I've gotten older, I think I'm more attracted to, like, non-physical attributes Traits. you know right. what i mean like yeah. where before it was just like yeah. does she have a nice ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah no for sure it was good p- purely physical yeah i think that's partly chemical i think i'd like i remember like around age 30 32 i remember waking up one day and feeling like oh i'm back <laughs> you know like <laughs> like i wasn't in control from like 12 you your 20s to yeah. like 32 you right know, literally like my hormones were in control that entire right, time right 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 you know right. like that is why even though like i knew not to do bad things and cheat and whatever like i couldn't no not, i know like i just and thinking back now on shit that you did back then is yeah. is crazy you it know is, what i mean yes. i'm like what the fuck I, was i thinking i though? couldn't stop you know it was like just yeah. like the bee follows the pheromone or whatever the hell yeah. you know whatever comparison you want yeah, yeah yeah um yeah i remember feeling like oh shit i'm back like you know it's me again <laughs> like i can control myself and make my own decisions yeah <laughs> the big brain took over again you know yeah it's a motherfucker man no dude yeah, the other day, somebody was uh, talking shit on Facebook, you know, my favorite pastime, mm. and uh, they were saying how women have more obstacles than men, right? Because they have to do the same career goals, but they have uh, kids and cooking and a household to maintain and all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was saying, all right, well, put take women with all those obstacles in front of them and put them in front of men and then they have a, a fair comparison. You know, like <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, yeah, yeah, no, I didn't, they didn't like that. I'm so not much. touching that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Yeah. I mean, look, I think men finding a mate is like a big focus of our lives like in the early years absolutely so for us that's an obstacle you know it's like okay we need to find someone that can deal with our dumbass. you know Mm. what i mean like Mm. and so that's where in that sense women can be an obstacle sort sort of speak you know not that they're physically stopping you from doing anything women can be an obstacle to you finding a mate no women can be a an obstacle in the sense that you or a goal or whatever you want to call it in the right. sense that you need to find a mate. So an objective. An objective. So so what or, do you think is a woman's objective? You don't think it's also to find a mate? Biologically speaking, yes. Yeah. I think both men and women. But I think women are naturally the pickers, right? Like so Yeah, yeah, yeah. So women get all like sexual selection belongs to women. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about everybody else listening, but I had some awkward ass teenage years like trying to approach women <laughs> or whatever you know like, i think we all have i mean i had to like it was tough for me to figure that like how you know figure out what everybody told me from the very beginning which is like yo just be yourself just be yourself right right right, 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 right. <laughs> but yeah. like it's you're being what you think they want you to be yeah it took a long time man like yeah i remember taking a field trip to washington dc in the fifth grade mm-hmm. and there was a girl that i really liked right and like my whole game was just to like agree with everything she liked right so she'd be like 
oh, I love the Beatles. And I'd be like, yeah, I love the Beatles. Like, I love mm. everything they do. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> you know, I didn't know shit about the Beatles. I'm like trying to go to the library in between. But it's easy. <laughs> it's easy for us to say that, like being guys, right? But like to play devil's advocate or just to like try to look at it from the other side of the court. Like, I think girls also have to deal with their own set of issues when it comes to mating too like this absolutely it's possible for a girl yeah. to be awkward too when it comes to that shit you know what i'm saying 100 like there there i remember girls that like were cute and didn't know they were cute for whatever reason you know what right. i'm saying and it was super awkward and you know i've met a bunch of girls like that you sure know? yeah no definitely you're right and no i'm not taking anything away from anyone i'm just trying to say it's the same for everyone really yeah yeah like their their set of issues are probably different from ours like our core issues and then you get into specifics and there's some overlap and stuff like that you know but the core issues or you know are are different but mm. they still deal with their own issues. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the end, the emotions are the same, like fear, anger, mm -hmm. you know, awkwardness, right. whatever, nervousness, you know, right. like, yeah, we all feel the same shit, you know, definitely. Like, I mean, I you know, is it true that like men are more like the hunters? Yeah, of course. And mm -hmm. I think that's just expected. You right. know what I mean? Like, 100%. Have you ever used any dating apps? No, I never have. I like maybe uh, I, I hit up, like a couple of girls on MySpace back in the day, mm -hmm. and like maybe in like AOL chat, I tried to pick up, but like not really an app, no. Mm. Yeah, because it's like on those things, it's like you match, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's just accepted that the dude is the one that talks first. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's there's like, certain social norms that like are it's just a, known. it's a good way to just like kind of break it down to its like simplest root like you put it right there on an app and you can fucking see it the data is there you know right. what i'm saying and it's like the guy's job to talk first right. you know no matter how liberal women are or whatever mm -hmm. if they match with the guy they're still going to expect them obviously there's exceptions you right. know what i mean but for the most part i would say like the 85 percent you know what i mean the women expect the, the woman expects the guy to talk first yeah for sure yeah I was talking to a girl, like a young girl that's in our office that is on the dating app or whatever, and um, she was saying that the caption is what gets her. You know, she's like, if it's mm -hmm. a funny caption, like, you know, I'll consider him or whatever. Mm. And obviously she has to be attracted, you know, but mm. like it's funny. Sense of humor is always a thing with women too. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, the struggles are the same, I would say, you know, for everyone. And it's just not the same struggle, but you know what I mean? Like the same emotions. And right. And dating apps are crazy. Like, I think about what if we had them. So you've been on, on dating I don't, apps? Yeah, I, I don't like it, though. Right. It, like, feels... Did you ever meet anybody off a of dating app? Yes. Did it work out? I mean, did you guys hit it off? Or? What do you mean by work out? <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what you mean. Um, was there a second date? Yes. Was there a third date? Yes. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it kind of... It wasn't, like, a complete failure? No, it wasn't a complete bust. No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Cool. Yeah, but like, it feels dirty when you're swiping on someone just because like just on the girls may say that they look at the quotes. I don't look at the quotes. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Like I may glance at the quote, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, look, that's a lie. It's not that I don't look at the quote, but it's like if it's the best quote in the world and I don't find her physically attractive. And I don't mean like in a traditional sense. She's got a great personality. <laughs> I mean, you feel me though? You ha there has to be something that attracts you physically, yeah. right? Yes, 
something. I'm not saying it has to be in a traditional sense, like Correct. blonde hair, skinny, right. blue eyes. Butt, like it could be no, it whatever. could be whatever. Just right. but you have to find her physically attractive, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'll definitely give that way more power than the quote. The quote is like 10% of my consideration, <laughs> if that, you know. Unless like... What if it's a super chonga quote? But know, no, like but, that's, but that's a lie because um, I have met up, you know, or I have met people that like what they said in the profile actually yeah. is what kickstarted the conversation and all that. But I still found... I mean, I still found her attractive, though, right. physically. I understand. You know? But you've seen, like, these Instagram accounts, right, where, like, these women posting half naked, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you feel like I feel, but I'm like, yeah, the girl's attractive, but this whole thing is, is not. unattractive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for you sure. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I don't, I'm not a fan of, like, Instagram models. As far as, like, finding them attractive, I think their hustle, mm-hmm. that's a whole different level. Correct. I got mad props for them. Agreed. I'm not that. knocking the hustle. But I'm not Get attracted money, to that know? at all, dude. Yeah, but for me personally, it's like, I don't feel that. I always look like, yo, like, that's not attractive to me. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, yeah, like, you know, like, I think, like, we grew up watching, like, or, like, wanting, like, Miss Money Penny. You know what I'm saying? Like... That like pencil skirt, you know, like librarian, like sex symbol, you know what I mean? Like, and at least I mean, maybe, yeah. I grew up wanting Peggy Bundy, Peggy Bundy, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You like them thick from the beginning, huh? She did yoga pants before yoga pants were a thing, man. She did, yeah, Yeah. and heels, and heels, and yeah, yeah, I just liked her, man. (laughs) Smoking cigarettes all the time, it's just like that's right, they smoke cigarettes on that show. She was smoking cigarettes all the time on that show. I remember now, fucking love that show, man. That show's awesome that show's gold grandmaster b grandmaster b <laughs> oh my god you remember that bucks. when bundy when bundy that, was a rapper yeah that was bucks uh no buck was the dog bundy buck was the dog <laughs> but not not bundy bud bud, bud bundy. bundy yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was his name. he was a rapper <laughs> grandmaster b yo whenever they do like a hip-hop themed episode on any sitcom like it's the worst like it's always like super cheesy like I hated how they overdid the hip hop on Luke Cage. I fucking yeah. hated that shit, man. But even like, remember, remember that episode in Fresh Prince where they go back to the hood or whatever. It's like, oh god, you know, and yeah. everybody's like, "Yo, what's up, money?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's corny, man. It's corny. Few, very few have done it right. You know, All right. Dude, I'm so upset because I had to stop watching Watchmen before I came over here. I got only halfway through the first episode. I finished it right before I came. Damn, dude. It's fucking good, man. Damn, it's, it's so fucking good, good so it's, far. It's kind of exactly what I expected it to be. You know? HBO, man. Why do they Why do they succeed where others fail, man? Like They just they hire good showrunners. Yeah? They hire good showrunners. What's a showrunner? Yeah. A showrunner to TV is what a director is to movies, if that makes any sense. Okay. Right? Like... Um, the showrunner for this one is David Lindendorf or some shit like that. Okay. And so, like, it's his baby. Mm. He oversees all the shit. That doesn't mean that he directs all the episodes. It doesn't mean he writes all the scripts. But he's the one saying With the yes. the full vision. Exactly. He's gotcha. the one carrying it over. He's Kevin Feige. Gotcha. He's the Kevin Feige of Watchmen. Right. That's why, like, what, what Marvel's doing is so different because... It's like the first film franchise that has like a showrunner. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Kevin Feige runs the MCU the mm-hmm. same way that a showrunner runs a TV show. That's you know pretty I mean? brilliant. Yeah, sure. yeah, it's pretty brilliant. Yeah. yeah, but does it lend to to Scorsese's right to Scorsese's quote that this is not cinema? This is more like TV. No, but like episodic just, television. No, they're looking at film in a broader scope. In my opinion, they're saying okay. 
you know, we are going to put out several movies, so why not have the, the continuity to them, you know? That's what people because love. Then That's it's, what fans love, you know? You know, I think it's a way... Yeah, I think it's a more nuanced argument than people think. There's nothing That's wrong with serving steak and potatoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't <laughs> have to be like pig intestine from the south of France or whatever <laughs> to be good. You know, like, it's like that's what I feel like. You know, sometimes these more artistic directors tend mm-hmm. to lean into this. Like, okay, so Coppola jumped into the fray. Did you see that? No, defending Scorsese, what he goes. He goes. I think he was being nice when he said it's not cinema. Wow. I think it's despicable. Wow. <laughs> he OD'd. Yeah. He OD'd. He OD'd. I think that's a little too much. Yeah. Jeez. He kind of OD'd. Yeah. No, I mean seriously, how are you gonna take that away? Like, it's not you who determines that. It's mm-hmm. the audience, you know, and the audience loves it. So mm-hmm. it is film. <laughs> it's playing in movie theaters. I know, but that's hypocritical then of us. Who say that like this new shit ain't hip hop? You know what I'm saying? That's hypocritical. Right. They're doing the same exact thing we're doing when we say that. So you're saying what they're saying is that the cinema that we grew up with and the reason we got into this shit mm-hmm. and like what you know the reason we love cinema, that's not what these Marvel movies are doing. Right. And like you can say the same thing about hip hop, right? Like the yeah. reason we got into hip hop, but we've it's not it's not Lil Nas X. You yeah. know what I mean? But we've kind of self corrected also and said like, you know we that we were erroneous we were uh making a mistake or right you know gone astray in our ways be- by saying that you know but even if they're wrong even if scorsese like i understand the sentiment the sentiment behind i the understand the sentiment yeah. yeah man i agree but i'm just saying like and it's it's important i'm sorry i, I cut yeah. you off bro but it's it's important for that sentiment to come out so at least we can have this conversation you know what I mean? Like, we need to have the conversation, and Marvel needs to, like, look in the mirror a little bit, you know what I mean? And and even if Scorsese's not right, figure out why is this legendary director mm-hmm. saying these things, you know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, how can we incorporate that into what we're doing, or do or do we just say, fuck it, you know I what I'm saying? And, and, like, you know, take a stand for our side of the shit, and, right. but either way, I think it's a healthy conversation. I think you know? they treat it the same way that these new rappers treat it, right? They're like, fuck that shit. That's fuck these old, old shit. Heads. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This is our shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And fuck that. Yeah, that's just, this is their shit. You know, good for them, good for the new generation and whatever this sound is, you know? But like, yeah, I understand the sentiment too. I just think there's a lane for everything. That's always been my opinion. It's like, it doesn't have to be that, you know, you can't, you have to stop. I don't like you know, these art artistic, I'm trying not to say artsy because <laughs> so, I really, I get that that's offensive. So I'm trying to say it. But, um, it's not offensive. It's just offensive to me. <laughs> no, I mean, it's I not get like it. an offensive thing. Look, look man, I, I joke around, man. Like these guys make movies. I mean, it's an amazing thing to do whether I like it or not. And mm-hmm. plus they are world revered directors, right? Like who cares what I think? But I'm just saying like, you know, they there's a lane for everybody you know like they don't need to stop making movies scorsese doesn't need to stop making four-hour cinemas or whatever (laughs) like but he's also like lamenting the fact that it's not just about making movies it's like there's a finite amount of movies that are gonna get theatrical releases that's Mm -hmm. a very finite number you know what i'm saying there's only so many theater screens and there's so only so many months of the year Mm -hmm. you know what i mean sure so I think part of his statement has to do with that, with the fact that, like, to get a theatrical release nowadays, you have to do a comic book movie. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, 
most times if you're doing a drama, like you're going to have a really hard time getting a fucking release. Right. Case in point, Scorsese's own film. He couldn't get the funding from a traditional fucking studio to get hit, to make his film, so he had to go to Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Maybe and it's, it's great. Maybe it's not good. Maybe it's not good? Yeah. How would they know that if the film wasn't made Meaning yet? like maybe they... They didn't like love the script, or they were like, you know, no, they didn't see the money making potential in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now having a theatrical release is like but strictly that's hearsay. That's what you could tell yourself if no one's buying into what you're trying to sell. You know, oh, they just don't want it because it's not a comic book movie. You know, but no, but this is the point that I'm making. It's that the studios are gonna approve what's profitable. It doesn't good or bad doesn't even factor in until way later, dog. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. They say, make us an Iron Man movie. Mm-hmm. Then you write the script. But the decision to make an Iron Man movie was decided by the boardroom, bro. It has right. nothing to do with the creatives. You know what I'm saying? Then you hire somebody to write the script. So right. I think that's what Scorsese's... Like, back in the day, it was like, I have this fucking fire-ass script, and this is the vision behind it, and that's how you would get a movie funded. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you think Scorsese went in there and said, I have a... Fi- I have a... I have a... Um, Mafia movie Can we make it And they were like No we're not interested Because it's not superheroes No he probably Had a script Yeah I think they Well yeah But even if he had a script He didn't have a script He had a novel You know what I'm saying But even so Mm -hmm. They're looking at it like Okay This is gonna be A hundred fifty million dollar budget Your stars are Robert De Niro And Al Pacino Who are not like The bankable stars Of you know 2019 Correct This is not a Brad Pitt. This is not a fucking Leo DiCaprio. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what is the money-making potential of this movie? Like, we're going to, you know, potentially take a hit on this $150 million movie. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think that's how they're thinking about it. I don't think it has to do with the script being good or the script being bad. They're looking at it from a profitability standpoint, especially considering how high of a budget this thing was. Netflix doesn't have to sell tickets. Netflix is in millions of fucking homes. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to sell tickets. So, like, to Netflix, it made sense to have a Martin Scorsese movie that's, that's exclusive original. to Netflix. Right. right. It made sense on oh, a business yeah. level. For sure. Like, like, oh, look at our showpiece or whatever. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it, it also begs the question, like, is the same thing going to happen to streaming at some point? you know, mm-hmm. are like these big spectacle movies going to take over that too? And you're not going to be able to get a fucking streaming movie made if it's not a big spectacle movie. Like, is that going to happen at some point? You know, right. I know that's years down the line, but right. if this happened to theatrical releases, so. like I think people will always make dramatic movies or, or non action movies, you know, like it's always going to happen. They need the balance. The studios know if they put out nothing but superhero movies, people are going to get sick of it or at least, they're going to reach that point. If they don't know, they're going to put out nothing but superhero movies and people will get sick of it and then the, the balance will come back in. Ebbs and flows, always, you know? Do you think there's superhero fatigue right now? I personally am over it a little bit, you know what I mean? Are like, you? Yeah, and I, you know that I was huge into the whole Marvel thing, but after this... Uh, after Endgame? After Endgame, like I recently saw Spider-Man and I enjoyed watching it, you know? I thought it was pretty cool and like whatever, but yeah, it's like it kind of... Endgame resolved that whole like phase of me watching those movies, you know? Interesting. Are you less interested in this new phase of Marvel? I mean, if they do something new, yeah, I'll be interested, you know, but if it's kind of the same formula, which I believe they will follow, like I'll say this, like watching Spider-Man, I thought 
man, it's really cool of Marvel the way they kind of do their movies because even though they have that formula, right, throughout mm-hmm. all the movies, they still have a, like a different vibe. Like this was more of a teenager right, right, summer right, right. vacation kind mm-hmm. of movie, you know, and whereas they have more serious. Uh, yeah. All the vibes are different until people start fighting. Then it's the same shit. Then it's the same then shit. Then it's the same but shit. But then I get a kick out of that. Like I yeah, enjoy watching That's the, the theme park aspect too, right. of it. Yeah. Like I like watching like how well they did the CGI. Like mm-hmm. I like watching, you know, what the action is like. Meanwhile, Joker has has made seven hundred thirty five million dollars as of today, bro. Mm, with a fifty million dollar fifty five million dollar budget, bro. That's awesome. That is fucking impressive, man. Yeah. Like it's it's outsold a bunch of Marvel movies already. Mm-hmm. And those movies are all a hundred plus. Right. You know? Yeah. Budget wise. Yeah, I'm sure like they usually make around two, two fifty, three hundred million or something. Hey, like I don't think anyone saw this shit coming, bro. No? Did you think like okay, let's say like when you first saw the Joker trailer, right? Right. Like months ago. Yeah. Did you really think this was gonna be like a fucking almost a billion dollar movie? No, I didn't expect the, the amount of success. I thought Joaquin Phoenix, you know, et cetera, et cetera. People are gonna go watch this, yeah. you know. But word um, of mouth, I think. But you know, yeah, it's gone carried beyond, this movie along. It's gone right? beyond the strong opening weekend. Like yeah. at this point, yeah. No, and people, I haven't read one bad review. Like, there's like, been several, a couple, a couple, like, yeah. But they're not even like about walking phoenix or the acting or anything they're about political correctness yeah they're like Mm -hmm. oh they shouldn't put this out because it's gonna tempt people to do whatever i still haven't seen the movie i don't know like i really was gonna go see it and i i'm like i had to you're over it no erica wasn't feeling well we had to cancel whatever so i think any movie i think if people are scared that the movie's gonna cause people to do violence you can't say that about a bad movie right? right if like if the movie's not effective it's not going to inspire someone to go. I'm just saying that's worst case scenario. Someone, I, but I'm just saying like mm-hmm. you don't say that about a bad movie, you know. True. Yeah, because it has to be somewhat believable for you to say that, you know. Yeah, and it has to be effective in like in uh, you know evoking emotions mm-hmm. from you, like to go out and fucking kill someone. I mean, that's I mean, you know, right. you're going to blame a movie for that, you know? Yeah. I think, you know, those bad reviews are a testament to how great the movie is. Did Honestly, it, man. Did it make you want to kill anybody or? Did you walk out of there sad no. or anything like that? You walk out of there like in a weird haze. Mm. Like it leaves, it's one of those that like leaves you stuck for a little bit. Like, you know, and this happens very rarely to me. You know, it was me, what, Sophia, what love, right? my sister and my mom. Mm-hmm. And we walked outside the theater and like we were, you know, they were in their car and we were in our car and shit. And we just stood there in the parking lot talking about the movie. Mm. With my mom and my sister. Like, they're not movie people. You right, know what like I'm saying? Discussing the points that it brought up. Like, yeah. Like, discussing, like, how this thing like just made us feel. Like, what the fuck did we just see, bro? It was... I've never had a... I've never seen a comic book movie transcend like that. And I'm a huge fan of Dark Knight. You know I am, bro. Yeah. But it was still a comic book movie. It still, movie. like, reverted back to comic book tropes. Right. Whereas Joker just like threw everything out of the out the window, bro. Mm. It threw everything out the window. It was very, it was comic booky in very subtle ways, and like enough to enough that if you're a fan of the comics, you're like, okay, you know, at least they know what the fuck they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Even right. though they changed a bunch of shit, I know that they know that they changed a bunch of shit. You know, it's not just that they were like ignorant going into it. You know? Right. But no, it transcended completely. It's a movie. It's like a movie, and it just happens to be based in in Gotham City and shit. Right. No, I heard that. You know, if you take out, basically, somebody was like, "Oh, this director tied it to Joker 
because he knew it was going to get a draw too of because of the name. Because mm-hmm. you do that movie with just Joaquin Phoenix, take out the name Joker, and nobody watches it. Right. You know, so. Right, right. It's crazy. I don't know. And then. Brilliant, though. Yeah, I mean, amazing. Brilliant. I'm, very, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for the movie, and I'm going to see it, you know. This is what happens when you take a comic book character and you make a real movie. Hmm. And I know real movie is such a snobby fucking film school fucking term, you know, but like, yeah, yeah, you make a movie that's not, it's not about fan service. It's a, it's a fucking character study. It's a different type of movie though, man. Like there's the, the Marvel stuff has its own lane. It does. It does. And it is, it It is is important, man. Like whether Scorsese says so or not, it's important to cinema to have that kind of, um, franchise come up you know it's gonna change the way that they do everything you know like they were already headed towards that and i'm and i'm not saying but but it's it's changed it for for the worse in a lot of ways no because it might because i think that look in art there's always been all types of art right like Mm -hmm. it's if if poppy art were the only thing that we're gonna survive it would have happened by now Mm -hmm. but it's not like there's all kinds of art out in the world Mm -hmm. you know so I think it's going to continue to be the case. There are always going to be all different types of movie. But if, yeah, they'll probably try to apply some of this formula, right, to other things, right? Like, like for example, did you see the new Shining coming out? <laughs> right. So that's a, them trying to create a franchise, right, out of something that probably shouldn't never have been touched. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, at some point it's going to disappear. I have so many problems with that. Yeah. But, but go. But they're going to learn their lesson. Like, they're going to see, you know, the people always tell, the, you know, tell it like it is. And eventually that's going to lose its popularity. You know, my problem with that Shining thing is. What? It's okay to make a Shining movie because it's a Stephen King novel, right? right. So if you're going to do a movie where you're adapting the novel, mm-hmm. fine. But they clearly are taking the imagery from the Kubrick movie. Mm. They're not just adapting the novel. They're yes. adapting Kubrick's imagery as well. I never thought of it. That's that shitty to me. Right. Because you're giving a movie a sequel that wasn't supposed to have a sequel. If you're making a movie based on the novel and you interpret it in your own way, I have no problem with it. But the minute you take the fucking tricycle mm-hmm. and take the, the, you know, the Overlook Hotel is the same one as the Kubrick movie. Now you're making a fucking sequel to The Shining. You know what I'm saying? And that I'm not okay with. I'm not okay with uh, that. I don't know. Like, that, like for example, like, let's say, you know, The Matrix, right? Like, I am thought of a very stylistic movie, right? That has, like, that green tint and all that other crap. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say the Wilcoxie brothers are like, yo, I don't want to do part two and three. Like, you know, that was part one and that's it. But they don't own the rights. So the studio says we're going to do two and three. And then they get a director and he uses the green tint and whatever like that's part of that movie you know what i mean like he cannot not use that look yeah but there's no matrix novel right that's my thing okay so kubrick interpreted the novel the stephen king novel right and then now um he created a look to that series of novels you know what i'm saying so now another director is taking over he has to use the same but he's creating a look and here's the other thing that stephen king hated stephen king hated kubrick's movie Right. And now supposedly he's involved in this movie and he's ripping off fucking Kubrick's imagery. Right. It just doesn't sit right, man. It doesn't sit right, you know? Hmm. I think you're taking it a little too hard because you love Kubrick so much. You're like Maybe, but yeah. it's but it is shitty that they're making like this unofficial sequel to like 
fucking Shining. That's not supposed to be a fucking franchise, man. It was. It's a one-off movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like in the part of like the body of work of this like auteur director. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're it's gonna fucking gonna take him. one of those movies and and make a sequel out of it. That shit. That's shitty to me, man. It's not gonna hurt them, man. If anything, I think it's kind of a compliment. So what's next? Like we're gonna do a Clockwork Apple? Maybe. You know what I'm saying? A clockwork. That's probably a clockwork kiwi on Apple streaming network. This is bullshit, man. Dude, leave Kubrick's movies alone, bro. I mean, I get what you're saying. Leave that shit alone. I'm not a fan of of remaking classics. You know what I mean? But like at the same time, it's gonna happen. Like you know, some of my favorite movies are are movies that were remade. You know, and I didn't even realize it. You'd be pissed if they remade Back to the Future, man. It's just that you Depends. don't have a you if, don't have a fucking uh, you know a yes. connection to Kubrick's movies, here's, man. Here's, if they remade Back to the Future, I would definitely want to go see it, and then I would definitely hate it because in my mind, it would never compete with the nostalgia. I'd of be the pissed, original. bro. How are you gonna fucking replace Michael J. Fox and jo- and Doc Brown, bro? Like, I'd be pissed, man. <laughs> and Biff, well, those movies you, are they, perfect. They're gonna do it though. It's only a matter. Not of as long as uh, Homie's alive. Who? Robert Zemeckis. Oh. He owns the rights to Back to the Future. Like he negotiated that as part of his deal, and right. the studio's been trying to get him to make it for fucking years, and he's refused. He's like, nope, nope. He refuses to to do it. Nice. Or to let them do it. Can he like will the rights to somebody else when he dies? I hope so. Like, I hope so, man. But that person's gonna get bought. The studio's gonna buy them. He out. needs to ready player one the whoever he picks. Right. Like, yeah, for real. <laughs> For real, <laughs> yo, it's funny when. Um, shout out to uh, Josh and Anthony who came through the other night oh, when yes. when Ginga was here. It's funny, like mm-hmm. their reaction to Ready Player One, right? Like we grew up on Spielberg classics, right. so like Ready Player One to me was dope. We should love it, is what you're saying, right? More than them. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like since. They, they're a little younger, and I, I'm assuming this, this of them, of course, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. like, since they were younger, I think this one hit them harder than it hit us. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I thought Ready Player One was dope, but, you know, you know, I got Jaws in the bank and, and fucking, you know, uh, Indiana Jones and all the Spielberg, E.T., all the fucking classics in the bank already. So I'm right. naturally already comparing it to those. And, you know, when you compare it to those, it's not the same. But I think, Correct. to like, a younger crowd watching ready player one they're like when you bring up spielberg they'll probably bring up ready player one you know what i'm saying whereas like i'll bring up fucking schindler's list you know what i'm saying right gotcha yeah Yeah. that's interesting man but yo shout out to those dudes man and shout out to ginga too those fucking avocados are delicious dude i've had them for dinner like like (laughs) every day right yeah Yeah, i'm already mine are already eaten bro i already (laughs) ate my shit i had the last one this morning dude yes shout out ginga for sure yeah man Shout out to everybody that's been listening to man. Flash the flash the the phone number there. Oh yeah, we have we don't have number. any uh, messages today, but, uh, but we have a it. phone number. We do have a phone number. What is that phone number? It's five six one seven zero eight zero zero seven two. Hey, hey, yo, I got no want wumps today, and I got an applause. I'm it's because you got mad at me before the show, so I didn't want to push it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I did get mad at you. You were mad mad. I though. got mad, like, That's dude. like I think that's the first I came time in I've ever. full costume today. So I walk into. <laughs> Yo, after we talked about up, it. Hold up, man. Hold up, bro. I walk into the office today, 
And this dude is dressed up head to toe like Marty McFly, my dude. Dude. <laughs> you I, didn't have the Air Max on, okay? That but was the one thing. I literally had the calculator watch on, everything. Head to toe like <laughs> Marty McFly. And he sees me walk in as regular-ass Dre. Regular-ass <laughs> Dre, man. So apparently I was supposed to bring a costume today. Don't say apparently, man. Apparently I was supposed again. to bring a costume today. I don't remember we ever hearing about talked this. talked about this like the entire month. Nah, this is but I, I literally showed you the calendar. I was like, it's on this day, this day. I, I need evidence of that, bro. Oh, okay. I'm gonna start recording everything. I wasn't about. sabotaging the show. Like I would have brought a costume. I know. I have a Batman onesie. It's at it's at the crib, yeah, dog. So All I've I had heard, to do was grab it. So I've heard for the past few weeks when we talked about bringing it today. <laughs> right. I just wasn't expecting to walk in and see McFly. Dog. I, wasn't I wasn't expecting, expecting you to <laughs> walk in without the Batman onesie. I mean, I told you, let's go to Target. I would have bought a Spider-Man onesie. You dog. were gonna buy a sticker that says my name is. <laughs> see, that's another thing. I was going to buy a sticker that says my name is. And then and write, I was going to be sitting across from him in full-ass costume. But the my name is sticker was going to say, like, not Dre. And that would have been my costume. Yeah. I'm not Dre. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a funny joke on me. Why would that have been a joke on you? Like, this episode would have been so classic if I was wearing just a sticker and you were wearing a Marty McFly outfit. No, that's ridiculous. Seriously? Yeah, that's like having a Halloween party. I think you shut and down. And you're the only one that's dressed up. But it would have been good for I mean, the show. A party that they told you was a. But it would have been good for the show. You nah. think that it's like a joke on you for some reason. I don't think it's a joke on you. I think it's just funny that one of us is wearing a costume and one of us is being an asshole and didn't bring a costume. Yeah. If anything, I'm the asshole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. And I'll be that. That's fine. No. It's not funny. I thought it would have been good for the show, man. You obviously don't understand comedy. You don't understand comedy. <laughs> like, you're being a diva. Like, you, you didn't want to be the butt of the joke. So, like, you didn't want to do that. would have been mean, a funny it was a gag. a combination of things. Like, it would have been a funny gag for the show. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Well, if we had planned it, yeah. But for you to forget the costume after all that. You know, I improv shit. I had to steam my costume, dog. You steamed it? <laughs> yeah. Yo, mad props, dog. <laughs> Shut mad up props. Nah, you can't leave me hanging. Though. Oh, you're going to leave me hanging on camera? <laughs> oh, on that's camera. fucked up. See? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Keep trying me, dog. <laughs> Yeah, bro, I think you got a little diva, but it's okay, man. I get it, bro. You know what I'm saying? If that's your, you know, yeah. that's your line. Yeah. That's your line. I guess I you didn't want to be in costume while I wasn't in costume. Yeah. I would have been in costume. I don't give a fuck. You should have put it on. Your Marty costume? Yeah. That shit wouldn't have fit me. Yes, it does. It's extra large. Bro, if you would have told me that was an option, I swear to you, I would have put it on. <laughs> I didn't think I of it. I swear to you, I would have put on the suspenders, the whole joint. Dog. Let's do it next week. <laughs> no, you already told him the joke. You don't know how comedy works, bro. <laughs> That's the funny <laughs> we part. We already told him the punchline, Doug. <laughs> bro, it would have been a funny show. I, call in 561-708-0072. Let us know if you think that would have been a good idea or if Renee's just being a diva. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm yes. just an asshole. Yes. You know? I mean, That's a that very high possibility. <laughs> I don't think you're an asshole, but I think you are saying I'm being a diva when we talked about this for weeks. You didn't bring the costume. I know. And I, then when I refused to wear it so I would be the butt of the joke, nah. now I'm being a See, diva. So you do think you're the butt of the joke. Well, that's basically what the joke would be, right? Like, haha, you dressed up. I didn't dress up, right? But I would have been the odd one out. There's Halloween decorations all over the place. You would have been in costume. I would have been the asshole. Yeah. I'm the odd one out. 
I see what I'm saying? See it that way. I saw it like, you know, because that's look ridiculous for one diva. person to be dressed up and the other one not to be. That's all. You would have matched the setting more than I would. But I would have been the only one dressed up. <laughs> and plus, it's not like you're wearing a fucking onesie, dog. You're wearing a fucking vest. I mean, a bubble jacket <laughs> looks like I'm in the army. Uh, I mean, in the. I think you let Army. I think you let your emotions get the best of you, man. Like uh, you were pissed, no, you were pissed, pissed at the moment. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go. I along think with it. regular Cap would have laughed at that if shit, bro. If we would have planned it ahead of time, sure, I would have done. I it. know, but like because I didn't bring a costume because I wasn't told I was supposed to bring a costume. Mm, that's not but true. Because I didn't bring a costume. If that were the case, I thought I of what the next best move would have been, and I thought that was a, I thought that Listen, was a great idea. I was upset because you didn't bring the costume, and I think I have I every tell. right to be. Go ahead and call, guys. Five six one seven. Even when we were smoking, zero, zero, you were like two. pissed, bro. I was like, bro, what are we doing right now, Doug? It's <laughs> not true, dude. I was trying to let it go. And you were like, you wear the costume, and haha, it'll be funny. That's what I'm saying. And I was genuinely trying to like tell you an idea, and you took it as like me shitting on you or something. Hey, I'm admitting I was upset for sure. I I'm know you were it. upset. Yeah, it's not like, yeah, <laughs> straight up. I mean, you know, we good now, bro? We're good now. You leave sure. me hanging this time? All right, I'll give you that. Uh, all right, man. <laughs> Thanks, bro. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh my bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my bad. It's like you accidentally forgot your costume, right? Five six one seven zero eight zero zero seven two. Hit us up. We will play your messages on air because yeah. that's the shit that we do. I mean, if we're still doing the show next week. Wow. <laughs> what? It was a joke. Comedy. Oh, com oh, we're joking now. Comedies. Oh, okay. Got you. <laughs> Renee wants a divorce. It's fucked oh, up. Oh no, man. We had a good run. We always we, we almost made it to a year. We <laughs> talking about communication. We almost then. made it to a year, bro. <laughs> we need to listen to some of our own advice. Yeah, and then you started getting all catty and shit. You're like, hey, by the way, do you remember that you're supposed to do this? I'm just like, bro. And you had me questioning whether we talk about shit. Like straight because up. Because I fucking didn't bring the costume, honestly. Dude. Like Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, bro. Yes, after many weeks of talking about it, yes, I you had me feeling a today, little crazy after today, you told me that we haven't talked about. Today it. was our our first real fight, bro. Nah, it was our first real fight. Nah, it's not a real fight. I got mad at you one time before. When was that? Because you brought someone to my house that wasn't invited to my house. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I remember bitching at you. And then I was like, all right, stop being a bitch and come watch the fight, bro. <laughs> and then we watched the fight. Uh, yo, no, I don't stay mad long, bro. Yeah. Same here. And normally. My girl would probably say the opposite, but nah, I don't <laughs> stay mad long, bro. If I do something like that, it's typically by mistake. You know, it's never like. Well, no, I know. It was an oversight. Yeah. But I was just like, uh, what are you doing? Kind of like that Manny call. <laughs> yeah. That was just stupid. Manny. <laughs> I double want him now, man. Yeah, man. Like, you know. That girl didn't have to hear all that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That right. was fucked up, man. You put her through a lot, man. Damn it. Yeah, you know? I didn't even, you know, it wasn't even my fuck up. Yeah. There's always next Halloween. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Are you going to be Marty McFly again? No, I can't anymore. We gave it away. Because mm. I'm going to wear a sticker. I'm going to wear a sticker. Not <laughs> that says not Marty you McFly. <laughs> <laughs> You jerk! <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're not mad at me anymore, man. Yeah, guys, like honestly, this if you're listening to this, therapy. <laughs> I need to know if like I'm being if I'm wrong here. You know, I need to know this is I important mean, to my genuinely to forgot. my character. There's nothing, whatever. But not about forgetting. Me. Not about forgetting. 
but about making me want to wear the costume about saying that you should still wear the costume i think that would have been hilarious dog. i think that would have been funny maybe it would have been funny but it would have been on me no man and you know what like we are that show that we're like super transparent we talk about all the like arguments that happen behind the scenes and shit that shit would have been perfect it would trying to be more serious i think we're at an hour 26 i think we should stop right now you should put on the costume and we should start all over. No, that's no? not happening. No? <laughs> no. All right, well, let's go then. We'll take a picture with the costume on. How about that? Would you really? Would no. you really do that? No. no? I'm just fucking with that's you. Fine. <laughs> Why, bro? <laughs> You'll put it on. Take a picture. Uh, see, man. Because right. you, you killed it, bro. You killed it. When you didn't bring the costume, it was supposed to be like a costume I thing. killed it and then I saved it. I revived it. And no, then you were like, no, tried. I don't want it. And you threw it back it in the water, Doug. It, was it wasn't too late. It was breathing. I was already upset. It was I know. Too late for that's me to I'm, come down from that. I know. It's your emotions. Your emotions yeah. got the best of you, Dude, God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I already said that for sure. I said it. You agreed. <laughs> Go ahead and call that number, guys. Let call that know. number and let me know what an asshole I am. <laughs> I feel like I'm being an asshole. Like, but, okay. Whatever, man. Is there, like, something in this? Is there, like, nah. just a candle? What is this supposed no, to be? No, it's supposed to be, like, like liquor. Potion. But have you used this for liquor? Yes, I have. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's Halloween. No, these are good decorations. Uh, yeah, like you you did a good job, man. Thanks. <laughs> you should have wore the costume. It would have been cooler if we had dry ice. It would have been cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But it was still spooky. Should we go? Yeah, let's go, man. <laughs> Is there anything else? Humansushibar.com. Uh, yep, you can go on there. You can check out the merch. It is for sale. Purchase it. It is for sale. And there are other ways to get the merch. Are there not? Yes, there is. You guys can go to the website, which is www.humansushibar.com. Sign up for the mailing list. And guess what? You're entered to win free stuff. Free stuff. That's right. All right. Uh, What about the Instagram? There's an Instagram. We do have that. Human Sushi Sushi Podcast. Instagram at Human Sushi Podcast. I don't know how that works, man. Just look us up on Instagram. at Human Sushi Podcast. Um, If you stuck with us for an hour and a half, I commend you. Um, This has been an interesting episode. I hope we uh, cleared up some things. I feel like everything's cleared. I feel good, but, you know, I feel... Are we going to go... I feel like Rudy is going to call and, like, stir it back up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Risa's definitely gonna say that I'm an asshole. You think so? No, she's gonna say we're both assholes. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. I think she hates us equally. I there you go. Yeah. Now you're now you're getting to know Risa more. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man. Yeah, guys. It's been fun, bro. Happy Halloween, y'all. Peace, y'all. Peace. That sucked. <laughs>